Welcome to Chapter 3 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with John Kanegi, CIO at Legacy Health. In this segment, Kanegi talks about how taking on the CISO role helped elevate security as an organizational priority, the balance leaders must strike in being both confident and humble, and the secret sauce he wants to sell when he steps away from the CIO role. HealthSystemCIO.com podcasts are sponsored by Improvada the healthcare IT security company ranked number one by class for secure messaging and single sign-on. For more information, visit their website at improvata.com. How did it come about as far as having that role? Was that how it was from from the start of your time at Legacy? It is. We had had a manager of information security who worked a couple layers uh, below me, and um, he and the department were very much generalists, uh, it was a small department, um, and they did identity services, so creating accounts. They did education. They did uh, auditing, working with our management audit function. Um, they did policy writing. They did a couple, they did some engineering work. Legacy as a as a health system, I don't think had invested uh, in both the number of people and the tools, and just basically invested in information security. Uh, that was needed as as the threats just continued to increase. But I would say Legacy was definitely in the pack with other health systems. And so needing to get increasingly sophisticated. And so over a fairly short period of time, kind of revamped the entire program where I elevated information security to a C-level. So it came to me um, to be directly involved when I got here, having it delegated, I think, too far down the organization for visibility and importance and funding. Uh, and then also um, transitioned the, that unit into three different units that um, one aligned with our help desk, service desk, to do identity services, one aligned with our engineering department to do the security technology, and then another one that was uh, aligned with our business side, you know, our application side that did um, user support and advocacy and training and consultation. Uh, And so really sort of professionalized the department uh, a little bit more, grew it a little bit, um, not a lot, I mean, not a lot of money out there, um, but but grew the department, but certainly invested in it both in terms of uh, several new staff, uh, but more importantly, education and my level of attention, not to make myself more important than I am, but just um, gaining visibility and, and uh, on the radar screen for for my boss, the CEO of the company, uh, our audit committee is very highly engaged. I love it. Uh, they're very concerned about cybersecurity. We're actually having a briefing for our board um, from the uh, supervisory special agent of the FBI coming up in a month and a half around threats to to information security and uh, integrity. As, as you said in your question, it, it clearly is a hot topic for anyone in modern IT. Oh, yeah. I think that'll be really interesting hearing from uh, the FBI. Yeah. Okay. And so just from doing a little uh, research on you, it, it doesn't seem like security is the only uh, area where there kind of needed to be uh, a little bit of uh, changes when you arrived. Cause, uh, coming to, to Legacy, there had been several CIOs in, in a short amount of time, and 
just wanted to talk a little bit about what it was like to walk into that situation because I'm sure that that was a, a challenging thing to approach. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, yes, it's been great having some stability um, at the organization. Both of our uh, chief executive officer, George Brown, who's uh, amazing, and um, he has been here uh, probably around eight years now, uh, and then stability in the CIO role, um, I think, um, I think is 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 very good. It's good for our staff. When we have highly engaged employees, I think that correlates strongly to highly satisfied operational partners, and um, so that's been good. I came to Legacy having spent five years in Catholic Health at uh, Providence Health and Services, mm-hmm. and that experience was wonderful. And uh, and as, as a leader in a Catholic health organization, uh, and I'm Roman Catholic myself, but we're educated in the um, founding, the sort of the grounding, the spiritual grounding of, of uh, Roman Catholic health and the center around the whole person. And whether that was the employees or our patients, um, it just was really, it really spoke to me. I, I really enjoyed that experience uh, profoundly. And it impacted me as a leader and as a CIO. I'd always been a um, confident but humble leader, if you, uh, if that isn't too um, sort of oxymoronic. But um, no, it makes sense. Yeah, the sense of you don't want to be cocky, but you also don't want to be so humble you can't make a decision and you're you're afraid. And so you need to be somewhat fearless in a CIO role because you'll never get absolute information. And so you can be in analysis paralysis. So I'm I'm not. I don't shy away from decisions, but at the same time, I don't believe I, I inherently don't have all the information I need to make an informed decision. It is a team activity, and I gather as much information as I can, but ultimately do make a decision. And, but that sense of leadership and leading people and speaking to their hearts and their heads and their hands um, is just part of my leadership style, and I... And I um, I've just had the pleasure of working for four amazing organizations in my career. I've been a CIO now uh, 20 years. Uh, a couple months ago, hit my 20-year CIO anniversary, and um, believed I have contributed to each of those organizations, um, and that is my hope and expectation. But I know each of those organizations has imprinted on me as a person and as a leader. Your experiences have really kind of run the gamut as, t- as, the, as far as the type of organization or size. Yes. I, you know, I haven't worked in for-profit, and I've never worked on the vendor side, although toyed with that a little bit and mm-hmm. um, contemplated doing research. I have a, a doctorate in business and technology, and my, my dissertation was about physicians using ambulatory CPOE. And I thought about you know something like the advisory board or Gartner and and continuing to do some research and impact. And I, that, that is absolutely in my long-term plan. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not yet tired enough of being a CIO <laughs> to move into that phase of my career, but um, uh, I know that's sort of a, long, a long-term goal. I'd love to, frankly, I'd love to advise companies about how to effectively interact with CIOs and please stop disenfranchising the IS department when you come and sell to 
to our operational partners. It just puts all of us in an awkward position. And so I'd love to sell some secret sauce to how to work with, collaborate with IS and and, uh, triangulate us out of the picture. But I I, um, work for the federal government with the VA and uh, an academic site at OHSU. The Providence is a Catholic health and now community health. And they've all been very different. They've all at their core have been extremely mission-focused organizations, Mm -hmm. slightly different missions, whether it's serving the veterans who uh, have served our country so admirably or uh, serving knowledge, which an academic medical center is really about. And that's really uh, that's really spoken to me. It's funny when I graduated um, engineering, electrical engineering, uh, in 1985, um, 31 years ago, in uh, Silicon Valley. Uh, before Silicon Valley was really Silicon Valley, uh, and a number of you know my fellow EE graduates went to Hewlett Packard, but several went to new startups of Oracle and. Um, Cisco at the time, and I go for a summer internship at the VA, uh, being a PC specialist. <laughs> and um, I thought, what a different path my life has taken because of that. Oh, sure. I know that this is uh, really not a question that's easy to answer uh, in a short amount of time, but I, I can imagine how interesting it's, it's been for you to see over 20 years how that CIO role has evolved and what, what do you think is, is, has been the most surprising part about how this role continues to change? Oh, God, what a great question. Um, <laughs> Not an easy one, though. <laughs> I think it has evolved over time. You know, as the, as the senior executive with a portfolio of information technology, um, as information technology itself has evolved to become more relevant and um, universal. I mean, in, in, it's 2016. There's not a single aspect of either our strategy or our operations that doesn't impact IS, or that IS is either an enabler and unfortunately far too often a disabler. And so um, as I've seen the role evolve, like here at uh, Legacy, I uh, – I'm a management attendee of our board. Um, I am on the executive council. I'm a direct report to the CEO. Um, that has changed. Um, I guess, uh, in every other organization, uh, the role has been further down in the organization. Yeah. And um, so I'd, I'd say the the first decade, myself and my colleagues were clamoring to be at the table, clamoring for relevance and attention. Unfortunately, you know, IT is pretty complex and it costs a lot of money. And, and CEOs and senior executives and physicians, you know, becoming new adopters of an electronic health record, people don't like to look ignorant in what they're doing. And, and IT can be it can be so complex. It isn't really that complex, but it, people can self-select not to engage because they're like, I, I'm really never going to understand this. And executives for sure don't want to look um, stupid. And so it, that can create a barrier between an effective working relationship. And if you have a CIO that um, that doesn't feel that they are first a business leader and second an IT leader, if they get that wrong, or the organization pigeons hold them to get that wrong. So it might not, might not be their choice, but they're in a, a room at the board meeting and the yeah. PowerPoint goes off and all eyes turn to the CIO because you're supposed to be the um, 
you know, desktop support leader at large. Um, and that always embarrasses any CIO. It's like, oh, Lord, you know, here I go. Let me. And on, invariably, it's something, it's a little bit of a user error, and invariably we go fix it. And so it's just unfortunately a self-sustaining view that uh, we're really geeks at heart. But um, I would say that that has changed, at least in my career, of now being in an organization and serving as CEO who has an utmost respect for the work that we do, a huge dependence on it, and a, um, a satisfaction with the level, an understanding of what it takes, and an appreciation for information resources, human resources, financial resources. They are all critical to running a modern health system. Um, we have a CEO who really, really gets it, and, um, and that's amazing. That's a, it's a great it's a great place to be. And I think that's evolved. I'd say my colleagues, uh, that's not me. Uh, that's, that's the enlightenment of our industry. You know, I, I don't take, um, I don't take credit in, in that evolution. It's products from companies like Epic and others that deliver really amazing products and help healthcare move forward. Um, you know, so it's, uh, it's been a wonderful ride with uh, the just increasing relevance and importance of information technology to run a modern health system. Yeah, well, that's, that's well put, and uh, congratulations on 20 years in this role. That's probably, I don't know if that's what you, what you thought at the time was going to happen, but... <laughs> yeah, when I was 12 years old, <laughs> and even with my, my two children, a 14-year-old and 11-year-old, they're like, Dad, what do you do at work? And I'm like, well... I go to meetings. <laughs> you know, you look at, uh, anyway, I could go on. but <laughs> All right. Well, I, I could definitely talk to you a lot longer, but uh, I know that you have a lot of CIO uh, responsibilities to get to, so um, I'll let you go, but I, I really appreciate this. Um, it, it's been really interesting to hear about what your organization is doing and uh, wish you the best of luck going forward. Thank you very much. It's a team sport, and I'm honored to be part of this fantastic team. All right, great. Well, I'd definitely like to catch up with you again um, and, uh, and touch on more things, but thanks so much for your time. You're very welcome. All right, and have, have, enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you, too. Okay, bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.